All right, welcome back. Be Mr. Philly, 1067 The Fan. Rolling today, JP is on the slopes. Hope he's wearing that helmet and hadn't uh, done anything wrong with himself. Hope they found him Honestly on the sent me a uh, meme that acted like it was JP, but he he was like flying off the road into a big snowbank. Uh, I don't think that was really JP, but uh, you know <laughs> it, it's funny. But ultimately, he will be back on Tuesday. Myself and Linnell Willingham will running rolling the day as we did yesterday, and we'll be back again on Monday. But right now, it's time for Ask B Mitch Anything. 1-800-636-1067. What do we have? Do I get to participate in this? Because I would, I, I would love to participate in Ask B Mitch Anything. Well, based off of how you've been thus far, you're going to probably be <laughs> just like JP, and you will participate. Let's go to Greg and Alexandra. What's going on, Greg? What's up, Greg? How you doing, hey, man? B- hey, baby Mitch. Long-time listener, first-time caller. How you doing? I'm doing well. How you feeling? I'm doing good. Hey, you, you hit a nerve with me on your last segment when you said they don't teach that in schools. Uh, I'm an econ uh, personal finance teacher in the high school level here in Alexandria, and I can assure you we've been teaching that for the last 20 years. Uh, we go everything from your checkbook to your credit account, the importance of investing, how to invest, 401s, well, 403s, 457s. Greg, uh, I said that, and I've been – I'm 25. <laughs> I graduated from Montgomery County Public Schools. They tout us mm-hmm. as one of the top public school systems in the nation, yet I was mm-hmm. never taught about life insurance, how to mm-hmm. balance a checkbook, Woo! taxes. What? Yeah, oh, don't don't even come to PG County Public School. <laughs> yeah, don't well, well, you're not too far behind here in Fairfax County, but uh, it's a it's a requirement. Yeah, Econ EPF is a required course to graduate, and we've been teaching for a minute. Um, and I see that on FaceTime, I see it on media, I see it on social media all the time. All oh, they didn't teach that in school. You were absent. You were asleep. <laughs> you were on your phone. We taught it. I promise you, we taught it, I, and we I, had to give you a passing grade. I promise you, if I were to put a, a, a survey out right now and ask people, uh-huh. did they learn that in school? I would put money on it. Eighty percent did not learn that in school. It may be oh. your students and the people you taught at your school, but I don't think every class, even in Fairfax County, does that. Cause my kids went to Fairfax. I cannot attest who learned it. I can only attest who taught it. So, <laughs> so we I got we I teach that. it. We teach it, and, uh, you know, there's a saying, a fool and their money will soon part ways. And, unfortunately, mm. there's more fools out there with money than, than not. So, oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, hey, love listening to you guys. Love listening to all the different topics. But, man, I hear that. Oh, they ain't teaching that in school all the time. And teachers, we, we throw our hands up in the air when we hear that. We're like, yeah, we taught that. <laughs> Your kid wasn't ready to learn it. Oh. I appreciate the call, Greg. All right, man. I know they ain't teaching it in my school. I'm about to I say it much later. <laughs> yeah. But, but, you know, I understand his point. But, you know, the thing about it is, you don't have to learn everything at school. Very true. You hear so many people giving you, young people, especially today, can learn. When an adult says something, just research it a little bit. Investigate it. You know, don't just sit there and, oh, he don't know anything. Might just be an old grandpa. Yeah. Figure it out sometimes. Our brother Disco and Laura, what's going on, Disco? Hey, what's up, fellas? What's up, D-Mitch? What's up, D-Mitch? In a minute. What's up, hey, man, so, Brian, I've been wanting to ask you this question for the longest time um, about Joe Gibbs. So, Joe Gibbs... Uh-huh. You know, he seems meek. He seems, you know, he's done curse. What made Joe Gibbs great? What made him really be a respected and revered guy? You played for him. He didn't turn over. He didn't, you know, toss, you know, tables over. He didn't cuss out. Oh, he did toss some, ta- he toss some, ta- he toss some tables over. <laughs> oh, okay. No, yeah. he oh, has the orange slices, right? The orange slices. Yeah, he has. So t- yeah. <laughs> but, so but, but, what, what made Joe Gibbs great? I think the thing that made Joe Gibbs great was when he asked you to put in work, he put in work. You know, I think you heard the stories okay. about Coach Gibbs spending the night throughout the week right, at the, at right. the uh, complex. Mm, uh, 
He made right. sure that when he put us, gave us a game plan, it was the best game plan we needed. Uh, the thing about him, he, he set the tone early. He showed you great respect right. because he wanted respect from you. You know what I mean? He didn't right. do anything that he didn't expect us to do. And I think the whole thing about him, right. he was consistent. You know, you get coaches right. that like to yell when the camera's around. And when the camera's gone, uh-huh. they, they're afraid to yell at certain people. But Coach Gibbs right. was straight with everybody. He treated everybody uh, the way he wanted to be treated. And he made sure we treated each other that way. And I think that goes a long way. Then when you had great success and results, it even it, it kind of hammered, hammered the, uh, the, the, the thoughts and the things he was putting out there. It hammered it home. Well, see, because the one thing I say, it was a lot of strong personalities. I mean, maybe with yourself and maybe with the offensive line. And it's amazing how a guy could manage all of that. And I know it was a lot of pressure. So I think that's kind of one of the things that makes him great as well. The thing he knew that what he said to you wasn't necessarily how he would deal with me. He knew that right. people were different and he dealt with them in different ways. Like, just like my dad. My dad and mom had seven kids. Some kids they could just mm-hmm. look at. The other one, they didn't have to say a word to you. The other one, they had to handle you. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So, and yeah. I think Coach Gibbs yeah. was that same way, where he respected you in the way that you saw respect, yeah. not the way that right. it was a one one thing fits everybody else. And I think a lot of coaches lose sight of that when they try to treat everybody the same. You can treat them the same, in the sense that you make right. it seem like you treat them the same publicly. But when I have to discipline you or have a conversation. You don't react the same way that everybody else do, and I have to be willing to know you, which means he learned his players more than other coaches do. Yeah, thank you, B. Mitch. Appreciate you, man. Thank you. That's interesting, man. I wanted to to ask you this, too, because it seems like, obviously, I'm younger, so I I wasn't around and alive to watch the heyday of Joe Gibbs. But Joe Gibbs 2.0, it just seemed like, this is not any type of disrespect to Joe, it just seemed like Joe was just a sweet old man. I couldn't even see him and imagine him. Getting frustrated Joe and yelling at somebody. Joe was a sweet old somebody. man when I first got here. But when Joe released, he released. He didn't curse. Right. But Everybody's got it, right. See, Joe, we, we practice an hour and 50 minutes. Stretching, all that stuff included. On and off. You wow. knew your stuff. You go out there and mess around in practice, and we were at an hour. Started over. Mm. Now you got that hour 50 minutes again. So he <laughs> had his ways. Right. He knew what he was doing. And he was direct. It was like, <clears throat> he said, I don't make a lot of rules. Mm-hmm. But if you keep doing the wrong thing, then I have to make rules. Yeah. So what happens? He had his team to help him police things. You so, know? so how would you describe his coaching style? Then His coaching style was more or less, I expect you to be a man. Okay, I'm going to give, we're going to put this stuff in, you know, and and I expect you to know it. But I'm not going to sit over here. You're a professional athlete. Why would I just sit over you like I got to take you through every step? Yeah. You got to take ownership of something. So it's one of those situations where it's like, man, I'm going to know my stuff because I don't want to let Joe down. Yeah, and that's the thing. He respected you to learn it. And everybody always says once they hit 18, I'm a man. Treat me like a man. But how many 18-year-olds, 20-year-olds don't, don't do what a man is supposed to be doing? Very so true. if you wanted to be treated like a man, then he – Go out there and show me. We'll go back to the phones? Yes. Let's go to my man, Hi, Maze. I'm going to ask going on. Hi, man. What's up, brother? Hey, what's going on, guys? Great show. Thank you. Hey, B. Mitch, I want to ask you a question. I know everybody asks you from relationship advice, from uh, spare ribs, have to cook, <laughs> cook spare ribs, 
or, or lake current, what's the best lake or around. But I want to keep it strictly and football-related. Right. Yeah, one, one of my favorite players of all time is Marcus Allen. And I want, you, I want to know your opinion about Marcus Allen. Marcus Allen. Uh-oh. Marcus Allen was a guy, when you look at him, you didn't see running back. He looks more like a, a, a slot back or somebody real sleek. Tough as hell. Smooth as a, as a, as a MF. <laughs> the yeah. dude, he, he was outstanding on the football field, can catch the ball out the backfield, can run it, can line up, do all those different type of things. But the thing about him, and I remember the most, he was a tough SOB. Yeah. You know, very, very smart. And today, well, I'll see him when I go like to different events. I'm 50. I'll be 55. Mark is in his 60s. Dude still look like he's like 30, in his 30, late 30s, 40 years. Jeez. You know, takes care of his business, was always ready to go out there and handle his business. And, you know, you look at some of these guys and you watch them today. Him, Jerry Rice, Eric Dickerson, they were so good because they were invested in them. Yeah. And they still do the same things to say, Eric is in his, I know Eric is in his 60s. Dude, don't look it. You know right. what I'm saying? They Very still, true. they are dead. Like they, I, I put a post out and I said, invest in yourself. They're still putting investments in themselves. Fabulous, man. Y'all yeah. look good for y'all age. Look, I want to ask you this, though. Because for somebody who's been around the game as long as you have and have the knowledge of the game that you have, you've done radio. Mm-hmm. You, you've got different business ventures where you're trying to own semi-pro teams. Do you have an interest in player personnel? And going out and being on the road and grinding tape and being a part of somebody's war room and making a selection and being basically being a member of a front office. Because I think I was, you got an I eye was, for time. I was, I was into it until you said going out on the road. Well, of course not. That ain't <laughs> I the think fun I, part. I think I've done all of that stuff enough when I played the game. And I think that's the thing about it. Like, you know, athletes, former athletes, they know a lot. They know they can pick up a lot. But the first job they always offer you is the job where you got to go drive all over the place. Yeah. And I, I don't think I'm interested in that <laughs> at all. Seriously. You know, no, I, I just I, I, I understand that there's a way to be a conduit to young people without having to just drive all over the country. You know, you could be a guy that sit at your house and be a mentor. You could be a consultant with people right. and those type of things. And I try my best. That's why I have been the person where when I run into somebody, they want to have a conversation. I'll sit down and talk to them. Right. Because what I know I may think is just something it may be something vitally important to that next person. Leave so, no stone unturned. I feel go. that. Let's go back to the phones here. 1-800-636-1067. It's Axe, be Mitch, anything. Jonesy wants to tap it. What's going on, Jonesy? Jonesy. Hey, what's going on, B. Mitch? How you up, feeling, man? I'm good, man. And you too, Lanelle. <laughs> I was yeah, about yeah. to say, Jonesy, that's hey. crazy, man. <laughs> hey, look here, man. Hey, B. Mitch, this is my question to you. How are you able to stomach this rascal sitting up in there with you, man? <laughs> Because <laughs> I hear people calling him Loon Nail. I mean, like he loony. So, I, I, what's, what's going on? What's going on? What kind of trouble you starting up in there? Doc has you in the corner on the other side down the hall, and now you up the hall cutting up upstairs. I mean, what? Uh, what's going on? Help me out here. You know, I just I, I like to learn a lot, man. So what I do, I just look, I, look, I, I say every experience is a learning experience. So you sit back <laughs> and you just accept it, and then. You know, some things you retain and some things you just throw away. So when the day is over, yeah, I don't know what I'm going to retain. I don't know if it's a lot, but I'm going to retain maybe one or two things. <laughs> I know, because he be starting stuff up in that joint. This is what they all like, accuse man, me of. They want to accuse me of being this shock jock. Let me, I'm starting uh, uh, stuff. Uh, uh, I'm going to ask a question here. Yeah, yeah, Jonesy, yeah. hold on, hold on, hold on. 
when one person uh-huh. is always involved in different situations, but everybody say the same thing, isn't that called the CD, CDE? Isn't that colluding? That's common denominator effect. CDE? Yeah. <laughs> I ain't never heard of that one. Well, I'm hitting trying, it to you right now. I thought you were trying to say CTE. No, hey, you, you hey, might have that too. Hey, but, okay. uh, see, what it is, everybody says the same things about him, but he thinks everybody else is wrong. Y'all tripping. Exactly. Because check this out. He's going to line some else up in there with you. At, at some point, he's going to keep on doing what he's doing, and he's going to go apoplectic off on that. <laughs> at some point. <laughs> nah, man, look, I try to look. We, we right, appreciate man. the call, care, brother. This, this is my issue. Y'all try to call me this shock jock. I'm a former athlete like you. I come from the school of foul. I'm a Magruder Colonel. Played good high school football. Went and tried to play good college football. Got hurt. I know what I'm talking about, B. Mitch. Sometimes you do. Sometimes. Very, very slow. Eric is in, what's his, Bluemont? I ain't never heard of Bluemont. Bluemont, yeah. Out there in, in hey. Virginia. Hey, Mitch. What's going on, buddy? What's up, man? All right, I got a couple questions golf-related for you. You ready? Golf-related? All right, current handicap. I don't even know what it is. Okay. No, no, I think Stand I'm about 6'9 right now. All right. Uh, favorite course and or golf hole in the area, and also what temperature is just the number where it's too cold for you to go play? I'll play golf Thanks, if man. it's in the 30s. But my favorite hole in the area, hmm, I absolutely love, I don't remember the exact number it is, but it's a par four with the, it's a lake on the left side with a tree to the left. The, the fairway goes around it over at Creighton Farms right after the first, let me see, number one, two, three, number four at Creighton Farms. You think I could shoot out there, B? Uh, I think you probably you would be over 200 out there. You shot 140-something at Haynes Point? You Can you be, say yeah, that again for all be, the people that actually about, know what golf scores are? Can you tell everyone what Jeff, what Jeff hit? He'll be about 200 if he went out that there. That is embarrassing. Linnell can't even walk the first five holes. Yeah, that, 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 that's also <laughs> Y'all going to stop playing with me, man. Jeff, if we took off shoes right now and ran in this building, I'd kick your you-know-what in the race. Yeah, you're picking up the phones. Can't, With them can't. tight jeans you have on, I don't think you can run that fast. Hey, come on. I got uh I got um what's I'm gonna call it? I got on uh, I got on my jeans, my cool jeans, but I got on some good. You got yoga. a lot of holes in them. I got to make pants. Your leg, I There's a lot of holes in your arguments that you've been making today, too. No, not at all. Let's go to uh Jeremiah's in Fairfax. What's going on, Jeremiah? Hey, how y'all doing? Hi, B Mitch. Hi, Lavelle. Y'all, 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 uh, y'all are an entertaining duo. I'll leave it at that. But my <laughs> question is, um, B Mitch, if you had to narrow it down to only three for your top running backs of all time. I know three is a tough number. Who would you have and why? Thank you so much. Have a good show. Three, my top of all time. All right. Barry, Jim, Bo. Bo Bo was cut short, but what he did while he was there was remarkable. Not you know, right. you, this dude was 230-something, almost 240, ran four, four, right at 428. It's insane. And ask Brian, if anybody can meet Brian Bosworth, just talk to him. The Boz. Ask him about Joe. I mean, about uh, Bo Jackson. Oh, no, he found out. Got Bo ran through personal. him, and I don't think he ever played the same ever again. <laughs> Look, man. Some people ain't built for it. Yeah. Greg's in Springfield. What's going on, Greg? You get Greg? Hey, guys, I got a question for you, B. Mitch. There's talk a little bit more about Devin Hester getting in the Hall of Fame. 
If that happens, do you think that helps or hurts your cause? I think it helps. You know, I, I, I think, think it helps. Are, I, I think you had a better career than him. It's not even close to me, but of course I'm a homer. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I mean, mean the whole thing about it is like, you know, whenever you get somebody in those positions that they haven't given any credit to, it starts to help out other people too. You know, and uh, Dev, Devin ha- ha- happened to play in an era where he had a lot more social media and media stuff like like following it. And when I played, it was like the the, the prehistoric days right. where oh, we, we didn't had have all media. those things. Yeah. If we had it then, people would understand because right now the guys that are normally voting and thinking, they they haven't seen. They could go they go on the highlight reels and check it out a little bit, though. And, and look, Greg, the reason why I think B's case is more impressive, we was watching highlights yesterday, me, B, Mitch, and Jeff. The pads the shot was wearing, and you moving that fast and them big ass pads? Come on, they man. They were big. I do remember that. They were big as hell. I wore that for protection. I wasn't trying to get <laughs> I don't hurt. Blame you. <laughs> Appreciate you, though, man. You. Thank I, you, I call, you Greg. All right, thank you. We'll take a time out. We'll hit the, hit the rest out. of the yeah, phones. Yeah, we'll take a quick break here. we get back. We'll continue on with Ask Me Mitch Anything. Uh, also, we got, we've got different questions that can pop up about this games coming up this weekend. Uh, 1-800-636-1067. It's B. Mitch and Finley, 1067 The Fan. All right, B. Go Mitch and Finley, 1067 The Fan. Don't ask B. Mitch anything. Did Ears call back yet? Did who call back? Ears. Oh, uh, Ears? Yeah, Ears. As in... Jupu Fimbu. <laughs> All right, well, let's go to the phones. Let's go to the phones. Wilson Landover wants to ask B. Mitch anything. What's up, Will? What's up, fellas? How y'all doing, man? We're doing good, man. Hey, B. Mitch, my question is this. Ray Allen set the standard, right? And I'm wondering why more of these players are not utilizing the things that they uh, – some of the skills they acquire in, in let's say, college – like hiring a group of, of mathematicians, right? Paying them 50 or 100 grand to calculate the same things that these um, agents do. By the way, I, I, I was an accountant. I went to the University of Maryland. I was an accountant. I grew up in PG, went to school in D.C. I didn't have no economy classes that told me that stuff. So I don't know where he teaches. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but speak for where you speak for where you teach, bruh. Don't speak for where we went to school because they didn't teach me that. Uh-huh. So I respect that you say you taught it and you know some people that taught it, but they didn't teach me that. And yeah. I'm an accountant, or was, you know, anyway. But the um, thing about I think are, Ray, Ray well, Allen. Well, you're an accountant, aren't you I, always an accountant? I thought more people would, would follow Ray Allen. What he did, and, and what, this is the this is that great excuse they always say, well, you're not going to know all the football stuff. Well, Ray Allen went and got him a, a lawyer to read right. the contract. And that's what lawyers are there to do. They're there to research and figure it out. And paid him by and the hour. He only hour. paid the lawyer ten grand because he played somebody from the Cochran Group. Yeah, he paid he him only not, paid him ten grand. They so paid him by the hour grand. instead of paying a percentage. And but the lot of the percentage has gone way down because it used to be ten percent, and now right, but, the top players are negotiating one two percent. Yeah. Oh, okay. But still, okay, it'll okay. be less that, if you went and got a lawyer and paid him hourly. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. So you know, you use because you're giving yourself a raise. True. You want to, you want more money? You you cut out all these middlemen that ain't really doing anything, but hiring contractors to give them their information, and all they are doing is talking for you. But hey, I ain't never had a problem telling somebody I want more money. Yeah, there you <laughs> go. If you if you put the if you put the numbers on the table and get somebody to write it up for you, forget about being a having a presentation or being a great orator. If you put the numbers on the table and and, and say that my numbers compare to this guy, and here's the. We appreciate it. I'm with you, brother. Who did that? We'll go out to the slopes. 
Let's yeah, go out to the go. slopes. Let's go out to the slopes again. What's up, boys? What's up, young man? B, I heard Linnell driving you absolutely crazy. <laughs> hey, uh, I, I'm holding on, JP. I'm holding on. This, this, this shock jock narrative I am holding on, die. man. This, this dude here, bro. B, he, I, I legitimately have bit... gotten texts from multiple people like, dude, I think B might beat Linnell's ass. So I don't know what's <laughs> going on back there, hey, but it sounds intense. I, I truly think Linnell is a little bit more like like schizophrenic than you are. <laughs> Look, bro, they, he's they, younger. He he looks at the at the rundown and he wants to go with everything that he think is uh is, is going to just rise, just make the people temperature rise on a consistent basis. I uh I, I tell you what, the best the highlight of my vacation so far was calling in and getting to listen to two minutes of accountant talk. That was <laughs> that, yeah, that's what yeah. happened when you left, right? Uh, well, you should of, have heard, of all the things I wanted, that was exactly <laughs> it. I, I could be skiing down a mountain going to get a cocktail, but now I'm going to sit on hold and listen to accountant talk. I want to know how it happened, though, man. What, anything, any, anything that you want to tell us that we could laugh at about you going down the slopes yet? Well, no, man, it's been great. And, uh, I mean, it's beautiful out here. They've gotten a ton, a ton of snow. Um Yesterday was a pretty long travel day, but the kids handled it pretty well. Shout out to Delta for having like tic tac toe board like board games on the screen that occupied the girls. Uh-huh. Uh, kind of behaved last night. Only a couple of uh, wait, is it a Scotty's Vodka Red Bull Friday? Oh, it is. I, you know what, B? I'll send you a picture here in a little while. I'm going to celebrate. <laughs> um, <laughs> we uh, the kids are in ski school, so I get to ski with my wife, and my buddy Ed, and we're just kind of out here shredding, having a good time. All right, man. Well, cool. What's, up? what's your what's your picks for this weekend? You know what, B, and and you guys should remember this. When we made our picks to begin the year, I picked Niners Chiefs for the Super Bowl. Yeah, and I'm I can't back off now. Wow. All right, Niners Chiefs. I got you. Niners Chiefs. Mark I, it down. I think I'm, Westbrook said he's going to be in studio when you get back Tuesday since you picked the Niners. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, didn't he play for the Niners for a hot second? Nah, he said he was on, he said he was on vacation. <laughs> when he went um, out there, he was on vacation. Well, B, listen, I think you're about 20 minutes until you're done with Linnell. Then you get a nice weekend. And I don't know what's happening Monday, but I'll I got you. him again oh, on he's Monday. got me again. It's beautiful. Oh, boy. <laughs> We're making it happen. Hey, and I think Monday I might come in here with one of those from those. Uh, remember I told you about this barbaric weapon I had in my car? Wait, what? Yeah. I might, I might, oh, have, to, that, I might have to give me another oak board with some nails on the end and come in with Linnell. Uh, for Whoa. a certain uh, for a certain defensive end that that may have wronged you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. guy. <laughs> <laughs> but man, enjoy, luck, man. enjoy yourself. Wow. Come back safe, man. See you guys. You been wearing the helmet? <laughs> I am wearing the helmet. Seriously, everybody told me I have to, and I'm wearing the helmet. I'll All send right, you brother. a picture right now. Appreciate right. you. <laughs> That's JP Finley calling us from Utah. Utes going down the slopes. I'm in the Utes. Don't be able to come back being beat up or anything like that. I think it's cool he's got the girls in uh, ski school. I didn't even know they offered that. That's hard. I like that. Yeah, they offer ski school. You should go try it. Come on, man. I don't need ski school. You good? I, I can pick up anything and do it. You know what you need to do? Pick up that little mouse. He's going to fall down pick the hill. Pick up that mouse. Uh-huh. mouse click on it, and they go to the next person that want to ask something. It's our buddy uh, Ed's <laughs> in Rockville. Hey, hey, what's up, man? How you doing? Hey, B. Mitch, gentlemen. Uh, I really appreciated your take on uh, Marcus Allen as being a tough SOB. I don't think you hear that a lot from the experts. And I think from your perspective as a former player, I think that's great. I, I like to give you three names of, of my favorite players and kind of get your take on each and then who you would draft first. Um, 
You got Reggie White, LT, and Ronnie Lott. Ooh. Mm. You got three of the, the most uh, prolific players at their positions and all. But I still think LT was before his time, and I would still go with him. Great. Thank you. Yeah, all right, man. Because, like, you know, I think people look at – people want to look at – if I'm going based off of strictly football, yeah, that dude was 260, and he would whip everybody on your offensive line. <laughs> he ran as fast as the, the the other linebacker that was in the middle and stuff. But nobody could stop him from pass rushing. Reggie Wright was a dominant guy. Ronnie Lott playing back had people fearful. But LT, whew. Yeah, when man. you start going the best, when you start asking people about the greatest defensive player, that name pops up all the time. Yeah. yeah. I I remember even being – you can't play the game with fear. I learned that early on, even literally. You can't play scared. But I know it's somebody in your career that instilled a little bit of fear in you, B. My daddy. That's it. <laughs> Why? If he didn't perform well? It's just like, you know, the way he was. You know? yeah. And he start, it started early. <laughs> so you grew up just saying, oh, I won't try him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So the once I got into football, yeah, it is what it is. Definitely. I mean, it is what it is then. You, you, it's, it's a job where you're getting tackled. It's a game where you – you. I don't it. even think the physical actually getting tackled is what people are fearful of. I now, think it's mental, everything mental, else. Mental <laughs> toughness, and, and, I, and I was – Raised that way. Mm-hmm. I was the youngest of seven kids. And I have four brothers. I used to put the gloves on and box them. He make them box them. Put the, he put all the gear on and make me box them. And when I went to school, I didn't fear anybody else. You know, because I, I, my brothers were, they were giving me them things. When I got to school, I'm like, okay, because think about it. You, you going against your bigger brothers. You want to get somebody else. Uh, eventually, right? Yeah. You try to get one. My mom said, you teach him all that. That's why he keeps getting suspended. <laughs> How many times did you get suspended in, uh, in grade well, school? I refuse to talk about that. <laughs> Let's go to Charlie and call A lot till I got in the eighth grade. Ninth grade. What's up, Charlie? Yeah, Good afternoon. Good. How you doing? Can you, can you hear me okay? Yeah, yep. we got you. Great. Uh, I don't want Linnell to be left out, Brian. And you said, can, can he, ask, he begged you with tears in his eyes. Can I be included? Can I ask him a question, Brian? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Linnell. But speaking, of, I'm sorry, Noel. Exactly. How do you pronounce, how do you pronounce your first name? My name is Linnell, Charlie. But Linnell, for short, okay. you can call me the youngest in so Charlie. That's why right. I don't want to be misremembering anybody. So, <laughs> Linnell, uh-huh. how do you keep a how do you keep a turkey in suspense? Say that one more time. How do you keep a turkey in suspense? How do I keep a turkey in suspense? Yeah. Yes. Uh I keep a turkey in suspense by uh by stuffing it with stuffing. Charlie, if you had a joke and you ain't ready to deliver your half of the joke. <laughs> oh wow, okay, you got me. I'm the turkey. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good hey, one. Mitch, you can you use that. I'll be here all week. Gotcha, bro. <laughs> wow. Hey Mitch. Yeah, I am resent. I am resentful of people calling you a kick returner. You are an all-around, multi-purpose. What do you just call a triple threat halfback? If I had you on my team, I'd be running you as a fullback and maybe another halfback. When I was a kid, we played what was called the A formation, which was basically a reverse wishbone. Uh-huh. You had three backs all the time. You didn't know where it was going. I'd run your ass in the ground, throw balls to you. <laughs> you weren't just a kick returner. You were an all-purpose halfback. Probably one of the best that ever played. LT is my vote for. Uh, 
of, of those three? That's a great question. When LT stepped on the field, the field tilted. <laughs> oh, That's yeah. Player, right. Michael, Michael Parsons is another LT. If he ever gets as good as LT, look out. I'd love to have him on this team. Question Everybody. for you, B-Miss. Yeah. Question for you. What are your main reasons that Washington didn't make the playoffs? Uh, mm. Leadership, consistency, and the dumb quarterback move at the end. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Can you can you expand on the lack of leadership, B? I mean, leadership is not just about saying I'm in charge. Leadership is making the right moves on a more consistent basis. And I think they made more wrong moves than they made right moves. Yeah, I would call that situational play calling for the offensive coordinator. Right. Thanks, guys. There you go, right, man. Appreciate you. I right, just take a quick break here, and we get back. We're going to go to some herder here first. Uh, and then we also have a, a story, a roach story that uh, Landfill and Jeff found to tell us about. We're going to make sure we get that in. Forgot it yesterday, but we will get it in today. But, hey, it's Brian Mitchell here. If you've been watching the NFL playoffs from the sideline, there's still time to get in the game with FanDuel. America's number one sports book. New customers bet this Sunday's conference championship games with $150 in free bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Just sign up with promo code Brian. Listen, with $150, I'm telling you, so many different things going on with people's heads right now. As you hear all the shows, we got you going left and right. Listen, I will say this. Pat Mahomes and Jalen Hurts, I put my money on both of those guys. FanDuel has all your favorite bets from the money line to point spreads to player props. Plus, you can combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with Same Game Parlay. All on the app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. So football fans, don't miss out. Place your first $5 bet to get $150 in free bets, win or lose, with promo code Brian. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. FanDuel Sportsbook is official partner of 1067 The Fan. You have to be 21 years old, the president of Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as a non-withdrawable free bet that expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome back. B. Mitchell Finley, 106.7 The Fan. And now I'm going to tell you, bro, it's been cool hanging out with you these last two days. I am, I'm not going to make it seem like it was all bad. I mean, you cool. I mean, you're not a liar, you, so I wouldn't expect you to do that. You no, know, you just like to uh, Man, I like antagonize a lot, bro. Man, I just be trying to see what the people thinking. Yeah, but you know, sometimes. I want to be—I want to be the pulse of the DMV. Uh no. You know what I'm saying? Well, I'm gonna have to give you a different thought process. But anyway, we want, you, you want to do you want to calculate last night's scores, or or, or do you want to uh, go to this road story you, first? You, we we gonna go to road story because we got to get that landfill. Please give us the road story. Oh, I'm the one that's supposed to have the road story. Oh, you brought the. You're road the one story. that brought it up. I do have the. So road you story. brought the road story. I thought it was Landfill and Jeff. It was you. Yeah, yeah that's why I was lost. Hold I don't, on, you know, on. I don't need to take credit. So in every where were situation. the roaches at? The roaches are in San Antonio. It's okay, the San Antonio Zoo. They got I'm, roaches in the zoo. Just listen. It's a San Antonio Zoo that's trying to help some people out. Okay. If you've been in a bad relationship, you've been scorned by your significant other, you got burned. You know what I mean? The San Antonio Zoo is a perfect place for you. They've got a fundraiser where you can name a roach after your ex and watch it be fed to an animal. And I think this, this segment was made for Jeff Walker. And where is the value of that? Like, I'm going to go spend how much money? There's to, a fundraiser. To, for what? Bitter people. For bitter people. And it's going to a good cause. Um, I don't know how much you actually have to pay. To be a part of it? Actually, the way you, the way that you get back at your ex is just elevate to a certain elevate. level. Elevate. And keep moving. Don't deal with her. 
Okay, well, now, it, now that we've got the politically correct and the sane answer, Jeff, how, how do you see best fit to get back at an ex? Because I think feeding— I never had to get back at nobody. That's why I mean— I'm, say I'm a grown man, bro. I ain't getting oh, back at no go. woman, bro. You got it. I'm, I'm out. It's you more fishy to see. What, what Gucci man say? What, what Pastor Gucci <laughs> say? He said, they are like buses. Miss one, next 15, 15 one, one coming. coming. You feel me, brother? Pause. And uh, that should be, uh, that should be, uh. that should be no matter if you're a man or a woman. If you got an ex, they an ex for a reason. Move on. All right. Hey, that's it, man. I always say, rearview mirror is small. Windshield is big. Look to the future, baby. <laughs> I don't know why that just... That's Rear a nice mirror, small. Just think about it. Window big. The, what's in your past is small things. Oh, I get it. What's it in your analogy. future is big things. What the hell are you worried about the past for? Don't be worried about it. Keep moving, son. I read something last night. I was watching a video. The beautiful thing. Let's exercise real quick. I'll show you this. This says what? what? This tissue says explore. explore. Now say this without saying it. Just, I don't think that works say that in your mind, right? <laughs> hmm? You heard yourself say that in your mind, right? Somewhat. Do it again. I did it. Who's telling you to do that? To explore <laughs> me. <laughs> you see what I'm saying, though? KRS One on YouTube put the, he went and spoke at a who college. Who was telling him to do it, though? He, he was. Said, no, this is an exercise. Did, that, did he say it was him telling him to do it? Basically, what he's trying to say is, is we are in control of everything. You're able to look as far into the future as you want, and you're able to look into the past as far as you want. Yeah. But most of us get hung up on minute things that don't make one bit of damn difference. And that's Instead why. Instead of focusing on the possibilities of the greatness that you want to be and see. Correct. Like, like, like want to talk about stuff that's just crazy. I mean, that's, that's one of those things. Maybe. <laughs> Heard it here first. Heard it here first, baby. <laughs> It's real. All right, so we have some unfortunate news in her to hear first this week. I don't have time for that. JP, I'm JP Landfill. My bad. That was that was kind of bad. Uh, Landfill is our first place winner this week. I've never seen someone go undefeated on tennis bets. Um, Landfill to do, man. I'm going all tennis bet for coming now. in second, just by technicality of 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 record. Oh, is oh, oh, oh. L- I don't need all the technicality. Lunell Willingham in second. Can you say it again? Lunell Willingham. Lunell. Lunell. <laughs> I hope that dies over the weekend. We're gonna have we're gonna have a whole deal called Lunell on the way back. <laughs> That's crazy. Monday we got a, a, a Lunell drop. Oh, y'all want the rest of the uh, results uh, of that? Okay, no, yeah. we good. We good, Jeff. They got first and second. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> All right, bet. We good. <laughs> look at the look at the follically challenge staying together. All right, man. Everybody have a great weekend. I hope these games are as entertaining and as good as we, we put the emphasis on talking about them. Yeah. Uh, we've been trying to get you ready for both of the games. AFC Championship game, Kansas City Chiefs and the Cincinnati Bengals. The NFC Championship game, the Philadelphia Eagles. We'll be taking on the 49ers. We hope these are some great games for you. If you bet your money, make sure you got a, you're betting enough that you won't have a problem with if you lose it. Niners, excuse me, Bengals, Eagles, Super Bowl. All right, Lou, I'm telling you, Lou Nell said that if you got enough money, put a hundred thousand on it. I'm that certain. God bless you all. <laughs> <laughs> do not do it. Superman just said. Enjoy yourself, and we'll see you on Monday. 
Take care of yourselves.